And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other shit. Hello, what darling. It's going on, dear. <laughs> it is hot. Time. It is hot. <laughs> it is hot. New York, I hope you got your air conditioners ready because it's hot. Child. <laughs> Uh, you know, the funny thing is I do not, we don't have our AC in yet. Mm-mm. And um, this is probably the first weekend. We're both not home this weekend. So this is the first um, like 90 degree weather that we've had this year, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, I think. No, no, do we have like 90? No, I think we yeah, did have we 90. Did. It was yeah. like a few weekends ago. <laughs> yes, that's right. But this, but I think this time that we had 90 degrees but yesterday and today and possibly like monday or tuesday or something like oh, that yeah, they said like a, a baby heat wave basically. yes yes <laughs> and so hey. we have to we have a small portable ac so we, which is not at the window so i'm like we need to get our ac situation taken care of asap um especially since um it's um josh's birthday coming up and he wants to do like a housewarming with people. And I'm like, we don't have AC yet. So we Ooh. can't have people in our party. <laughs> oh, yeah, honey. I will not be there. Oh, and I'm not in. Be a bunch of head and a bunch of heat. Because no. I'm also <laughs> not going to invite people if, if, if there's that much, uh, if, if, if it's hot. And it's like, we're not inviting all these people. I don't, first of all, I don't want people to be uncomfortable. I don't want to have to think about the fact that they're uncomfortable. I'm going to be embarrassed by that because you should care about the people to a certain <laughs> extent when they're yes. in, your, in your home. I've and, been um, there before. <clears throat> yeah, it, it is. And I also, you know, we, we are, he's putting his list together and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, and of course, I want you to have some freedom, but I'm like, we have a small apartment. There should be some thought into how many people can actually fit into our space. So mm. <laughs> that also is like, you can't have 20 people up in the apartment. I'm sorry. I just, I just, no matter how close you think people are, no one is comfortable when you're in an apartment for an extended amount of time on top of one another, I think. It's just like, we all just friends and cool, especially on the, on the tail end of what we assume um, is the pandemic, you know? I'm like, no, let's not do it. Let's not do it. So, speaking of the pandemic, yes. Um, you know, some other countries, ooh, child, they going backwards. Um, oh, it's looking God. scary out here. I'm hearing things about Japan. Someone was telling me, I didn't look this up to confirm it, but someone was just telling me yesterday that apparently, like, Japan is going back on lockdown because mm. a bunch of people are getting sick. And, um, you know, they were supposed to do the Summer Olympics, but now they're saying, like, no one can attend. All the volunteers have dropped out because their life, you know, like, you know, life. Um, and it's crazy, but I also saw this morning on the news that Europe, um, they're, they're taking a very different approach with this vaccination than the mm-hmm. U.S. You know, we're, the U.S. is over here, like, masked off, like, just <laughs> out in the street. They're like, Europe is like, uh-uh-uh, go back to your house. We're not yes. doing that. Mm-hmm. And in England, apparently, some variations of the virus have, like, they have gotten quite bodacious. So they're actually going back to, like, indoors and stuff like that. Like, they, um, yeah, like, basically shutting down, like, different cities and stuff. And I'm like, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy because... It is scary. Um, Folks is out here like shot girl summer, like <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. It's you have to be careful. I mean, we had something. It was my nephew's birthday, and there was a lot of family. I mean, um, a lot of family members here. Maybe like twenty five people here, and my immediate family. Everyone is vaccinated, and you know, I have family come from Alabama, and I'm pretty sure most of them. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't know most of them were vaccinated, but after the day, I realized. I don't know if everyone here is vaccinated, you know, like it's just oh. you hug people, you say hello. And I've, I've been vaccinated, but it is something to think about. You're like, it's still, you're still in that zone where you have to be careful because just because you're vaccinated, number one does not mean that you, you can't get it again. Mm-hmm. And, um, just, and I think, yeah, I think that's not, what people think. Like if they have the vaccine, that they won't get the coronavirus and it's like, that's not exactly how <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we all say that, but we know because they're like, it's get corona or get the vax. And it's like, yeah. well, that's not really how that works. No, yes. And and you it's like the flu. I mean, you get the flu vaccine mm-hmm. 
and um, people still get the flu. I have so, definitely gotten the flu after getting the vaccine. Oh, gosh. I, like I know twice you were mad. That I know you were mad. <laughs> yes, I was mad. And I was like, screw this stupid flu shot. Like, I'm going to get an extra shot for no yeah. reason. Twice I got the flu after I got the vaccine. And I was like, I'm over this. Yes, yes. I, I can't. I mean, it is a little scary. And I'm just thinking most of the time, my immediate, listen, I'm not even going to worry about it now. Because now it's like you're waking up this, the next morning. Like, think about all the reckless behavior you were a part of the night before. Like, oh, I was so drunk. So, I mean, even though I wasn't. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. But I will not be doing that again. <laughs> you know, it's just, you got to be careful. You got to be careful until everything is done. And, you know, hopefully we're out of the woods. Which, from the information you just gave me. He puts me further at on because um, <laughs> you don't want us to, you know, to a certain extent, uh, you feel like America versus the laws, some other countries, we definitely haven't been as buttoned up um, in our approach oh, to the virus no. as, far as, as other Not countries. At so all. You're like, if they're suffering, geez, like. <laughs> no, we've been terrible. Everybody is just like. <laughs> you just straight up said it. We've like, been terrible. <laughs> yeah, everybody just wants to like make money and go back to how things were. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like there is no going back to how things were. In yeah. some regards, we, we want certain parts of our lives to go back, but you just have to acknowledge that we are where we are. Something very major has happened and now we're on the other side of it. And if our lives don't look the same, then so be it. Maybe exactly. for the better. Yeah, exactly. And, and too, I mean, too, I mean, I've been saying this for a long time and I think, you know, you have as well is that it's, it, it a year. I mean, gosh, it's over a year now. But you know, in the we probably need to buckle down and ride it out for a while. You know, and it's just in the extent of looking at the sort of you know eighty plus years on this earth. It's like okay, you have one or two years, which you were pretty much on lockdown. You know, I go it out and then coming back <laughs> in. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. It's just it's interesting how people are just so jittery and how much people feel like. Of course, we need human contact, but. The fact that people want to get back to just living, quote unquote, normally and not being able to diverge at all from their normal way of living. Um, right. That, that's really um, interesting. Good question, though. Yes. Because they are opening a lot of stuff back up. Um, what are, I guess, the, what's one thing that you cannot wait to actually go back to doing? And then what's another thing that, and then what's something new that you would like to start doing once they just kind of open things back up? Or once it's safe, actually? I don't know. The, the, I'll just say the first thing that comes to mind because, you know, I want, I'm like, I want to think on that. But um, the, the interesting thing is um, movie theaters. I miss going to the movies. I miss going to the actual, you know, having that. Uh, I miss going to the movie theaters, but I also love the fact that uh, there's been a rise in um, outdoor movie theaters because I missed that mm. before the pandemic. I love driving movies and I'm glad that that's um, happening more and I hope that continues. So I guess movies. I want more movies. Just <laughs> movies and more movies. That's yeah. so funny to me. Have you um, bought any AMC stock? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the interesting thing is I wonder should should I do that? Because I'm pretty sure once things start opening up, their stock will go back up, right? I have no idea. Well, it's it's kind of like that whole GameStop situation. Because mm-hmm. AMC was, was, like, doing pretty badly before COVID. Yeah. Um, And then I think, you know, they, they're trying to pull another GameStop situation. So people are buying up the stock. But apparently, AMC, instead of being like GameStop, AMC was like, Yo, let's invest this money <laughs> and it's doing more stuff with the money. This is just what I've been hearing. My uh, uh-huh. actually, um, my husband was telling me this that they're you know trying to get into some other um things, and I was just kind of like, listen, I can appreciate that and it's smart. However, AMC, do not take this money, this new wave of like uh cash influx. And, and invest it into things that are also dying, like yeah. movie experience. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was like, Mm-mm. like don't do not do concerts. <laughs> like, yeah. don't, like concerts are going to be forever changed after COVID. Like, oh, the definitely. folks who put on concerts can't even throw concerts like they used to right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, be smart about this. Like, if you are, like, the Netflix to your previous blockbuster, yeah. like, the, invest in that. Be yeah. the next new fucking yeah. thing. 
Don't Innovate. just invest that money right into some old ass ideas because those things are going to fall by the wayside in the next year or two anyway. That's I'm true. not saying people are going to stop going to concerts, but they're going to look very different. Yeah. So if you haven't reimagined what it is yet, then you, that's a waste of money. Yeah, I, exactly. And what about you? What, what about um, if you answer your own question? Oh, that I want to do? Well, yeah. So it's funny because we already did one and that was sitting at the bar. Like, oh, oh we love to sit at the bar. Oh, man, I love to sit <laughs> at the bar. To, I will eat my whole meal at the bar. Like, <laughs> I love to sit at the bar. And mm-hmm. so does Al. And as soon as they reopened that in New York, we go out and we sat at the bar. And this is how I ended up like, wasted on a Tuesday night because we go to Amelie in Greenwich Village. Shout mm-hmm. out to Amelie. Uh, it's a wine bar that we love. And we sat at the bar because we were like, oh, wow, yeah, the bar is open. And then the bartender brought us shots of tequila at the mm-hmm. end of our, like, drinks. And we were just going to eat dinner at home, so we didn't order food. Mm-hmm. We just got, like, you know, like a simple snack kind of thing. Oh, man. No. Oh, gosh. It was, it was bad. But um, <laughs> I mean, just were, bad in, in the sense You that must have been feeling good. really good because you are not a fed of hard alcohol or tequila. Well, because so. also part of, yes, everybody knows, like, I don't drink hard alcohol regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it, too, was like, you know, the bartender was excited because people could sit at the bar again. And, you know, for them, it's it's part of, like, a social experience when they're at work. Yeah. So I'm sure they were happy to have people sitting at the bar again. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be like, oh, no thanks. When he brought us <laughs> I didn't want to be like, mm, I'm good. But I also, he brought himself something brown. And I was like, well, what are you drinking? I know. Why didn't like, you offer why up did you, something? Right. Like, Hold up both bottles and be like, which one? At least just give us a choice between two. Yes, I I agree. He had like whiskey or something. I'm like, well, I would have wanted that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't want to be rude. So I guess I'm taking this shot of tequila. And I'd had, I'd done like a red wine, like flight tasting Uh and then had a glass of red wine. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then the shot of tequila. And I was like, you do realize I'm almost 40. Like I cannot. Yes. My body was like, why did you do this? Yes. (laughs) And this was like the. This was the Tuesday after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So my birthday was Sunday, drinking, drinking, drinking all day. And then I took Monday off work to just, you know, relax and enjoy myself and just mm-hmm. not get the Monday is the day after my birthday. Yeah. And I wasn't drinking all day, but I certainly was drinking. <laughs> oh, and then Tuesday, Lord. Oh, yeah. God. So I do, I am excited though to sit back at the bar and socialize with the bartender and get free stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then... I would like to also now start doing more like couples classes. So like couples like, cooking classes or like uh, pasta making or yeah, no like salsa lessons and stuff, but like, yeah, <laughs> things that we both would really enjoy. Not something that we just want to do for the fuck of it. You know, like I don't yeah. want glass blowing because I don't care to blow glass, but. Uh, why you had like, to say that? I went glass blowing with That's with good y'all. for you. Great. <laughs> I hope y'all both enjoyed it. I got some nice it. pieces out of it, yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to blow glass, but I would love to go play shuffleboard. Yes, you like, do. Like, we would like I to do that I love me some shuffleboard. Yes, and I would love to, like, make my own pasta. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good idea. So. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Josh had wanted to do some things like that before the mm-hmm. pandemic, so we might do that, um, actually, um, yeah. as well, too. That's a good idea. Cooking classes and all those things. And yeah. I think they're small. They lend themselves to already be small groups. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a huge issue. And I'm excited to take my mask off during my workout, but I'm also a little scared. So I think I'm just going to take it off when it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Have yeah. you guys, you guys have never done anything like a cooking class before? Obviously no, not. I don't no. know. I always assume that you did. Okay, okay. No, we did. Um, we made bowls. We we went to like a party. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those things are interesting. We um, shift a little bit. I wanted to ask you, um, not a little bit, but yes, completely a lot. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about um, Monique, the actress, and she recently was talking about um, wearing bonnets and pajamas and stuff out in public and at the airport. And um, Oh, you feels, already know how I feel about it. And she feels like, for those who don't know, she feels like it's a, 
um, you know, from where she was coming from, listen, you're queens. Like, you know, she doesn't want to see if you're a queen and if you are all about, you know, loving and respecting yourself, you should present yourself in that way. And, um, you know, we fought so long for, you know, for to be accepted and for them to accept our natural hair and to accept, you know, all of our natural beauty. So why not show that when you're out in public? And um, she, you know, of course got some, uh, you know, some negative responses about that, but then doubled down and said, you know, it was coming from a place of love. You know, basically this is how I feel. And, you know, if you are ready to proceed, receive that, the people who, the women who received that in a positive way, mm-hmm. yes. And the women who did not, I'll wait. <laughs> you know, basically. <laughs> and, um, and, and the women who also responded negatively and did not receive it, I'll wait. And so, uh, yeah, I wanted to know what you, what you thought about that. <laughs> I mean, I agree with her. You already know how I feel about uh-huh. that. Like, mm-hmm. I think like they're just better alternatives. First of all, you know me about the pajama thing at the airport. I think it's gross. I'm like, come <laughs> on. I'm like, sis, like, did you like you actually be in your house in this? Yes. Like, you cannot like do not come from the airport and and then sit your raggedy ass on your couch that you be <laughs> laying on that you you know what I'm saying that you yeah. probably took a nap on you and your man did the, the damn thing on like mm-hmm. and you brought all them germs from the airport of all places yeah into yes. that like I just think that yeah I think it's it's in poor taste um, mm-hmm. but I do also think that yeah like why are you wearing pajamas out in the street when there are alternatives there are things just <laughs> as comfortable there are clothes that are made to be worn outside that are just as comfortable and yeah. we all know it really is a comfort thing yeah it definitely it's a comfort really... thing but you have other things that you can wear so why are you settling yeah to to look like you're inside your home when you are outside in the public yeah. i do i think it's weird the yeah. same with the bonnet we got hats we got head wraps. There's just all kinds of things that women have created over time Definitely. so that women didn't have to go out in public. Remember when back in like the like the 50s and shit, when they come from the hair salon, they'd have to keep their rollers in, mm-hmm. you know, to set their hair. But they used to tie a beautiful silk scarf around their head. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there was rollers under there. But damn it, if that silk scarf wasn't fabulous, like <laughs> because you just weren't gonna present yourself out in the world a certain way. And yeah. then there were there was an understanding that like, well, yeah, you know, she's got to set her hair, the rollers need to sit. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also can't just be walking around with her rollers. Yeah. Like the furthest you should be going with your rollers in, or your bonnet and your pajamas on is to the mailbox. <laughs> to the <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> to like the, yeah, to the mailbox exactly. And then you scurry it. back on inside. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's that's okay. Maybe you know you got your robe on or what have you. Got your mm-hmm. cigarettes. I'm thinking fifties. You got your yes, cigarette that's in your thinking. robe, and your coffee cup, and you're walking to the mailbox with your rollers. Okay, yeah. but like I, I think the only other place that it is acceptable is the hospital. In yeah. the middle of the night, mm-hmm. <laughs> like something done happened, ain't nobody got time to be getting dressed. Okay, you threw on your robe and your jacket with your pajamas, and you ran out the house. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, there are just too many alternatives now. We waste our money on way, way worse things. Yeah. Um, if you need some like comfortable clothes that you can wear when you're traveling, or when you just need to go run errands and things like that, then maybe pivot some of that money into some, that you spend on some of that stupid shit into something like that. Cause if you travel often, then you really shouldn't be doing it. And yeah. if you don't travel that often, then great. Get yourself two, three travel outfits and you good. Yeah. You invest in something. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I decided that I, I, I don't care. Like, you know, I, I was just like, I don't care what people it's, it's their business. You know, there's a certain, coming from first coming from the point of view of it seeming gross always seeming yes i agree with you i always had a problem with yeah traveling on the airport and it like all the germs that you're around and then coming home and sitting on your bed and just relaxing in your home like with the same clothes on and then mm-hmm. pajamas also when you see pajamas you think okay you're going to bed you're in your bed so i hope at the very least those are your travel pajamas, but I don't think that. I'm thinking you're, <laughs> you're gross and you have your pajamas on. At the airport, it just seems nasty because I travel in sweats and they're like, you know, nice sweats, like when I'm mm-hmm. on the plane that I buy, that I specifically go and they're for the plane. They're for the plane only because I want to feel comfortable because I don't want to wear pajamas 
uh, because also pajamas don't, you know, it, to me, it gets cold on the plane. Mm-hmm. I need something a little bit more substantial as far as like coverage and, and thickness. So that's why I choose to wear that on the plane. And I know for a lot of people too, even when I had sweatpants, remember there was this whole thing about, you know, what you should wear on the plane. Sweatpants were not appropriate to wear on the plane and people would judge you for that. And that's where I think some of the judgment is coming from as far as like the pajamas and the bonnet. At the end of the day, I don't care what you're going to do. You know, it's just like. But she's not just talking about on the plane, right? So this is, that goes beyond that. Yes, yes, yes. Mainly she was talking about on the plane, but she, yeah, she's talking about everywhere, going to the drive-thru. And it does seem a little bit, I think it's something like as a society that for me, I don't see that as often. And I'm wondering because I, different people have different standards as to, you know, as far as like clothing and how they want to present themselves. We definitely, you know, we see, they have the, the whole account about like people at Walmart or people anywhere and how they dress <laughs> and how they go out. And it's like, you chose to leave your house wearing that. And it's just like, you know what? At the end of the day, that's what you want to do. And of course we can still have our opinions about it, you know, definitely. But I just, I decided, I was like, I, do, I don't care. I think it does you do think as far as like people traveling with their pajamas and stuff, it just does seem a little bit unclean, you know? And then to your point, you mentioned all the alternatives and I wonder why don't you have other alternatives? But then I guess it can be an issue of money or it can be some people thinking it's a bonnet. It's appropriate. You know, like I don't care. It's appropriate because then people have different standards about what they wear outside. You know, I just, it's just, that's always interesting. People are never on the same page about, you know, there's no standard, you know? people who like about anything really in uh in, in our world there are people I who are going to deviate from that also though i think part of it is coming from uh monique uh-huh that makes it an issue for some people too yeah and she's kind of become like this real like controversial character over the past few years oh, and it's yeah. funny because it seems like she she's now just leaning into it like <laughs> now you know like now she wants to to kind of occupy that space and it's like look sis that's your business yeah mm-hmm. but like it, it's got to get old a little bit no like yeah. you always be that person mm-hmm. i know for me like it would it, it would be an issue for me like i don't always want to be the person oh constantly bringing the controversy uh, always in the middle of like some shit so yeah um, yeah. so I think part that's part of it. It's like, oh, it's Monique saying it. So yeah. people definitely are going to be less receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if Beyonce says something like that, it'd be a huge deal. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I, that's a bad example. But I'm trying to think of somebody, like, you know, more liked. <laughs> like <laughs> Oprah or someone? Or, like, I mean... I mean, again, it's hard to say people like Oprah and Beyonce. On that they, scale, yeah. They have means... Yeah. You know, so you can't look at people who are not of the same means that like Oprah's a billionaire and be yeah. like, you can't be wearing this out the house. And it's yeah. like, I'm sorry, Oprah. Everybody doesn't have 24 carat <laughs> luggage. And like, you yeah, know, exactly. like, that's that's mostly, I think, how people would respond. Oprah yeah, exactly. It. Exactly. Um, you do. Like, yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if there's someone yeah, on their level. Yeah, I mean, by the way, I know we talked about this before the podcast, but I'm still so in love with Oprah by the fact that she, in certain ways she seems so relatable so and like the rest of us. other ways not so normal. Like when she it talks has about no things, clue, she, it has, has no, no clue what us poor people live like. <laughs> yes, so I saw something the other, the other day, which maybe because I know, first of all, you love truffles. You love truffles and Oprah loves truffles. Something that you guys have in common. Y'all should get together. <laughs> and um, she had, she was out there and, you know, in her sort of backyard, I guess. And she was serving, at least when the camera came on, she was sort of serving plates, uh, putting cheese, uh, truffle, um, truffle, fresh truffles that she was grating, which I had never seen before. I never thought about where truffles come from. It was fresh truffle that she was grating mm-hmm. on, and, and on people's plates. Like, do you want some fresh truffles? Here you go. Here you go. Oh, my God. Truffle, they're really expensive. <laughs> they're extraordinarily expensive. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, but she's grating truffles. And then she just like these <laughs> and like things that they had a photo shoot um, for her. At, at her place because during the pandemic apparently they had to shoot all her magazine covers i think they did it over over the course of one day 
at her home and they said we wanted to get it's during the pandemic we wanted to shoot i, I first of all, i was looking at the picture and i'm like oh my gosh what freaking compound what palace they were shooting at because this is beautiful because mm-hmm. it's shooting a magazine cover they, it was oprah's home that they revealed later on they wanted her to feel comfortable so they went to her home and they shot the magazine cover so that she could feel and i'm like this thing was massive it was beautiful and oprah's there shooting her magazine cover it looked like a freaking Buckingham Palace Olympic pool <laughs> that they had out there. But it's just like in certain ways, she's very relatable. Like she's dancing to the music, like it, like an older auntie or something. And the oh, things don't that call her auntie. That, yeah, oh, yes, I know she don't like that. It's interacting with people who are on the set in a very like funny, very black way. You know, that's also what I love about her. There's this sort of Oprah is still very much a black woman, you know, and you and the way that she interacts with people, you see that. But also, there's this other side. No, Oprah's a black woman who has a lot of money. And a lot of money. <laughs> also, you see that side. You're like, I don't know that, but I still appreciate it. And it's lightweight <laughs> and hilarious because she just, I think, yeah, like you said, it's kind of oblivious. And she's like, I pump my gas. They're like, you pump your gas. And she's like, well, no, I don't pump my gas. It's like someone else pumps. Like, are you crazy? And it's like, well, other people do pump their gas. <laughs> I do love her, though. God bless Oprah. Um, but we got to move on. So one of the things that um, we wanted to talk about today is gender swaying. And so let me give you a little context. So somehow I ended up watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the other day. And I, um, it was a scene with um, Kyle Richards, uh, Uh one of the cast members. She was talking to this woman, I think this new woman that just joined the cast. Um, I'm trying to see what her name is. I'm going to look this up because, you know, I don't watch the show. Uh (laughs) Um, so I don't even know who's on it anymore besides like Kyle's still on it. She's from the original cast, like Lisa Rinna, um, and then some other people. Oh, Garcelle Beauvais is, yes, is now, she's on it now. the first like black person to join the cast. <laughs> um yeah, but now they have this um this Asian woman. Um oh Crystal Minkoff, that's her name. Crystal uh-huh. Minkoff. And she was talking about how she wants she was trying to uh, have a baby and she was specifically a boy. Mm. And she was talking about just like all the different things you do to make a baby boy. The thing that uh, struck, that stuck out to me was because Kyle was talking about it. um, She was talking about um, having a baby and she's like, yeah, they, you know, they just have girls. They have like four kids. Mm -hmm. I think she is one of her daughters is like, 30 or something like that she's from a previous marriage and then Uh. she has three daughters with Mauricio her husband Mm -hmm. and her current husband and I'm like what is she talking about having another baby how old is this woman (laughs) not to you know not to you know age shame anybody it's your business if you can still do it and maybe they're considering a surrogate I don't know but like she's 52 and I was like I just feel like I see that so much that when couples only have girls there's this like try hard to have a boy at, mm-hmm. no matter what like you know at, at any at whatever cost it's like now nah, I gotta have a boy gotta have a boy and I don't know if that's necessarily mostly coming from the husband or what yeah but I'm like at 52 you try to, <laughs> to have a, another baby first of all you got four kids already but you're like, no, we got to have another kid because really want that boy. And then I'm like, you can't guarantee that that's going to be a boy. How mad are you going to be if yeah. it's a girl? Like, are you going to try again? Like, it just all seems so absurd. Is she, is but, she, sorry. Go, does go, it, go ahead. Does it sound like she's going to, she wants to like care? Obvious. I don't know. I can't say obviously. The problem is, is I didn't watch the episode uh, any further. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit. I'll admit, I was like, I'm not interested in this enough to keep going. Um, <laughs> to know how she's planning on doing this. <laughs> but they were just kind of talking about, like, how real it is. To, mm-hmm. um, to Like, how gender swaying is, like, a real thing. So yeah. I started looking into it. And there's, like, so many articles. But it's, like, blogs. It's, like, bloggy. It's it's not coming from like mostly like super reputable Sources, places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just kind of talking about like things that you do so you can try to have a specific sex of baby. Yeah. And I'm like, this is absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. 
it really is because I know that there's like things like you know think uh, you sent me some of the articles about the sperm I, I I never knew about the you know well I didn't know but I, um I I just don't know the science behind it I've heard about it you know the sperm how they sort of separate the sperm the X and Y chromosomes and um do all these things I didn't know then that it has to be like IVF or the other yes. one, which is like IVF. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it has to be scientific. Like, like, yeah, it can't just be like like old wives tales, you know, yeah. like lift your legs this way, eat a lot uh-huh. of pineapple and the dumb <laughs> shit that just be getting passed down through communities. <laughs> yeah, which is really interesting. And then to your point, I, if, I think what you said earlier was that it seems like after having girls, then people try hard to have a boy. They don't do it the other way around. Is what you were essentially saying, right? Like, do did you have yes, families that, like, who have boys, and then all of a sudden they go, "I really, really want to try again to have a girl." And I've and I've seen it, and I've seen it in my own family mm-hmm. where there's this like, "Oh my god, we you know we have so many girls. We we really want a boy, really." Because there's this this value in boys. Mm-hmm. Boys carry down your name and you know carry your family name on and your legacy on and all this other stuff. And I'm like, why can't girls do that? <laughs> like, yeah. why, like, why can't your daughter take over the family business? Exactly. Why can't your yeah. daughter keep her name? Like this, it's it's absurd to me. It is absurd. And you know, I mean, listen, we've known this before, but we saw that coming to America the sequel movie and it's just like just because you have a son doesn't mean that he is the one who is equipped um to take over you know to 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 continue the family name you're gonna have i mean women are women are not known for being dumb so it's just like she's gonna she may have a body be better at at handling things whereas your son may be a mess you may have five girls and your son and he your Five girls may all be successful, and your son's just a pretty much a letdown. And you holding on to the fact that he has a penis, and, and you know, it's just like that's the only thing that's keeping me. I'm keeping hope, and ignoring your daughters because they really got the stuff, and they looking at him like, what? Just what? What are we? Just chop liver? It's just, you know, you see that so much. Where yeah, and I, I wonder how much that's changing because you see on so because we I only see on social media where you have you know sort of the people who are like girl dad and all of these things. And I wonder, you know, is the value in girls, you know, changing, you know, I know it has, but you know, how much, you know, is, is it just smoke and smoke and mirrors? Are we sort of in an echo chamber as far as what we're seeing, you know, represented on social media, you know, that's always interesting. I wonder, cause you know, what all I can speak to is like what I, what I'm seeing um immediately and it's like anecdotal it's not research based or anything uh-huh. so i don't know but i feel a little bit like it's it's bullshit um you know i think it you know for some people it's like well this is what i got so i'm going to champion that and i think yeah. that's great and that's what we should do but exactly. there's still very much this sense of like boys carry on this this and this boys yeah. carry on your legacy boys carry on your name those kinds of things and with extra interesting and funny to me about that is the fact that population wise you need less boys than less men than women oh definitely to carry yeah. on a population so yeah. like you could have <laughs> one man and five women and make more babies than yeah. if you had eight men and one woman like yeah, that's not work yeah. how is that that's like, work it's, <laughs> it, it's always been because I'm thinking too purely anecdotal that, you know, just the people that I know when they have like, you know, two boys or three boys and no girl, it, it does seem I do have people who say, well, we want to try again because I want a girl or, you know, the, the, the other way around three boy, um, three girls and they go, I want to have a boy. I want to have a boy. I wonder, is there sort of this thing that people who want children when they it, 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 is it like they have experienced, you know, boys or girls, and then they say, I want a child and I want a different dynamic. I wonder what that is, because I've definitely heard of stories typically where um, for both parents, where the mother, if she's in a household full of boys and she's like, I always wanted a little girl, you know, and maybe she, mm-hmm. she wants to have another baby for that or the father, you know usually not usually but right off the bat he's like i want my first kid to be a boy <laughs> and then you know it's a girl they're just like okay i love her but they, it's always like they want that first <laughs> one to be a boy where that's always interesting to me and i wonder is there something sort of when people who want to have kids do they want like that dynamic and i because i know lots of people our age 
who have children and they're so happy when they have a boy and a girl. They're like, I did, I did it. I'm well, done. Yeah, I don't they feel like there's a yeah. They exactly. They have a boy. They have their girl. They're like, we're straight. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely <laughs> see that a lot of that for sure. <laughs> but you also said something very interesting, but also different than um, the first part of that, which was having a boy first. Yes. And then again, there's what the fuck is up with that? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That there's also something else going on there. Oh my I God. Used, I know this guy who used to always say he wanted his first child to be a girl. And mm-hmm. I used to think it was so sweet and so endearing. He was like, I'm gonna like just be obsessed with her. Like I'm just gonna love her so much and she's gonna be so spoiled and this kind of third. And then as we got older, he very much changed up his tune mm-hmm. and was very much like, Oh no, 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 no. I do not want a girl. He's like, uh-uh, it's just, it's a lot. And I was like, oh, because you've been out here being a fuckboy so much that you don't realize it's just more work for you trying to protect her. But it's like, that's just stupid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, I agree with you. I, I just had someone recently who said that to me about having, you know, they, they have a child and um, it's, it's a boy. And um, they were talking about, you know, having another one possibly in, in a girl and, him feeling like he wouldn't know what to do because of course thinking about protecting her and thinking about all the things and it was like what what year are we at of course everyone has to be different we have to be realistic but it's just like to me I just kept thinking you teach your children how to be good human beings and of course you know you know towards women need to be aware of predators because your man be out here doing crazy things, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like if you teach your, you know, just from like relationships and how to interact with people, you teach your boys to respect women, right? And, and, and you will have less of that. You will have exactly. Less that. That's that was exactly what I'm thinking. Like sitting here listening to this, and I'm like, if we were just teaching our boys and girls the same thing and weren't continuing these ridiculous double standards of hey girls be this way and hey boys <laughs> have fun like then we wouldn't have to worry as much about protecting our girls protecting our daughters and that to that same extent if yeah. our sons were better yeah exactly <laughs> you teach it's just I, i'm so over the you know because we talked about on the podcast you know boy energy versus girl energy and i do think that exists <laughs> you know there's mm-hmm. good hormonal things that are mm-hmm. different but yeah. you know as far as like how to just be a good person and the and the and values and that you should try to teach your kids you know just and and, and we talked about you know just when you're a teen and, and so many people even now they feel like they want to have a son I know I'm jumping all over the place because they feel like that boy, that son, will be able to look after that young girl, the, the right. sister who's younger. And it's just like, look at that. And then first he's all, a fuck up. Yeah. It's just like, why, first <laughs> of all, why are you giving him that responsibility? And, you know, of looking after his younger sister when she's, yeah, when she's probably going to be taught, you know, to stay in line and to do this and to walk this way and, and, and to sit that way. And she's going to be like more aware of everything and more like, okay, I'm respecting people. I'm being a good person where he's just going to be like, he's a boy. He just does whatever he wants, but yet still he's supposed to look out for her. She's trying to date, making it difficult for her to date and to bring someone decent around because he's giving them a hard time, but still on the side doing whatever this he wants. This sounds like a personal thing. Well, I'm just, well, I'm just saying that, that's sometimes that I've definitely seen that with my old eyes, but that's usually how it is and you're thinking that the son is going to protect the daughter and it's just like who what I, I don't understand and that the daughter is not capable of doing that and it's like teach your kids to respect one another and to help each other of course if one's larger than the other you teach them you know look after for your little brother little sister but it's just this whole dynamic that i don't think people really look into and realize and going back to the ivf you know the kyle richards thing when you were talking about that of her wanting to have another child i was mm-hmm. just like I thought I see. I don't know why. I'm like she's fifty two. Wow, that's a. I'm like to me the question of how she she would do this. Would she carry the baby or would she have a surrogate? Um, I was like I'm much more comfortable with the surrogate. It just seems less scary. It seems like there was less of an issue and uh, less of like a thing. If unless I will say pathetic. I guess if you're just like listen, you already have four kids. You want to have another one maybe the best thing for you to do is not to want to, to carry that baby yourself, to have it be a, a surrogate or something. Well, because, so that, you know, there could be all kinds of, you know, um, repercussions um, yeah. physically. Like, yeah, like she. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how she's planning on having this baby. I don't even know if physically she 
can or if uh-huh. they decide to do it, to have a surrogate. And I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have another child at 52. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's your business. You know what yeah. I mean? People will continue to have kids for however freaking long they want. Men, women, it doesn't matter. But my thing is, are you only wanting to do that because you're like, well, we, yes, we have these four kids, but they're all one gender. And mm-hmm. And specifically for me, it's like they're all girls. So I need to, you know, I need to have this boy. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's coming from her, if she yeah. really wants that or if she's doing this to please her husband or what have mm-hmm. you. So it's just, it's interesting. Like I said, I've seen it in my own family. And there's this, this just this, this value placed on boys, um, just a higher value placed on boys than on girls. I mean, we've seen this even to how this has played out in civil rights in the black community yeah. when, you know, um, folks get sued or like when, you know, the families of victims of police brutality and police violence, when they sue the state and the just what they're willing to pay when a man is, is murdered versus yeah. basically what they're not willing to pay when a woman is. Which is crazy which i never realized which is because mm-hmm. you never look at look at those things which is insane yeah our lives and, have lower monetary value yeah <laughs> and, and, and even when they're taking i mean pretty you, much everybody yeah and and you think about that in terms of um just i mean we go it, go, it starts with it starts with so many things but just the pay gap and you're like okay well yeah if there's a pay gap if they're willing to pay women less for the same amount of work. And in some areas, I'm pretty sure women are more educated and are more capable than their male counterparts and they still get paid less. The fact that, yes, when they're killed or some sort of um, unlawful accident, accidental death, they are gonna pay them less because that's not a far stretch, you know, those things. But you don't think about that. And, um, I don't know, girl. Now I'm thinking we live up in a, 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 a fucked up society. I don't want to curse too much on my family. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> well, you got the birds chirping back there. Yeah, like I'm in the backyard. Ham. Oh, you are outside, outside. Look at that, yeah. y'all. We are Black Hips Live coming yes, to you honey. from the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People are, people are crazy. People are uh, interesting. Well, I'll tell you this. I can't speak to how I'm going to feel, you know, so I don't know if I'm going to have a, a boy or a girl or what have you and be like, I really want another, you know, baby so I got to have this gender. But I don't know. I don't I don't really think about it in that way now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I'm always like, I want a girl because I just want a, a mini me. Uh-huh. I literally just want a baby <laughs> version of myself. Like, yeah. I want to look exactly like me. So I could be like, oh my God, it's like looking at myself as a baby, <laughs> but changing her diapers. Like, I just think that that would be weird, but also cool and interesting. Um, but I'm like, I'm not feeling any kind of way like, oh, it's a boy. Like, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be grateful and I'll be very happy, like, either way. And then it might be a boy that looks exactly like me. Yeah, yeah, which happens <laughs> like, a lot. Yes. Which happens what? often. Like, that yeah. looks exactly like me. And, you know what have you so yeah I think I, I I hope for the most part that like this girl dad and you know mom what is it um, boy mom energy and all this stuff is is real yeah yeah <laughs> and that more people are jumping on the like yes it's exciting to be a man surrounded by all these gorgeous girls and what mm-hmm. have you yeah. Um, and being like, this is my legacy and they're going to carry on my name versus, you know, getting old and being like, y'all don't think we could just try for that boy? <laughs> and she's like, I'm 70, babe. <laughs> but, you know, the technology has gotten so much better these days. <laughs> we, can, we can give it a go. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's no, and I'm pretty sure, can you imagine in a few years, they probably, I mean, who knows? They'll probably be, t- I mean, imagine if you're like 70 years old, but you've had eggs harvesting, because I'm pretty sure that's happening. Like, I don't know how long eggs last once they're frozen, you know, mm-hmm. um, as far, but I mean, things have, technology only helps us increase our lives and, 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 and all of that and a lot of other things. But yeah, imagine if you're 70 and you had eggs that are frozen, yeah, and your husband would be like, I want to have another baby. And they're just like, well, we'll do it. Take my eggs, take your sperm. And then you have a baby at like 70. That would be insane. 
Well, also, uh, uh, no, but, like uh, you can't carry that baby. Like, no. <laughs> well, then you That's put it in somewhere else. Like, you, you would have to do, yeah, you would have yeah. to definitely have a surrogate. Um, yeah, and they're they trying to do artificial wounds too. I mean, they haven't yeah, replicated that, but they've been yeah. trying for many years to be able to replicate the wound, to have. Um, hey, to have I'm, I'm all here for the science <laughs> and the tech, for real though, because it's it's opened up opportunity to have children to a lot of people who otherwise would not have been and oh so as long as it can do that i'm like that's amazing that's great but when we start getting to the point of like splicing and dicing and being like well you know i don't want a girl so let's do this and i know that's 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 not new you know people because you know they have embryos they replanted they know what's girls and what's boys so they yeah. can make the decision if they want to have a boy or if they want to have a girl you know, mm-hmm. they they pretty much just pick and choose their embryos. Yeah, um, yeah. But I I do think it's it's a little weird. I think it's a little yeah. odd. But that's just I wonder, me. Um, yeah, I guess I can't I, speak for the the Kyle Richards out there in the world. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I wonder if I would just like if it was embryos. Um, because you know, gay men is a whole different. I mean, it's similar, but we can't. Ha- we don't have wounds, so that changes the game. But uh, not yet. You know, if it was just like <laughs> embryos, not yet exactly. Would you be? Would I think I would just choose if they were just like, do you want a boy or a girl? I go, no, just pick, spin. Let's do a little, you know, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and that's my surprise. You know, I, I always think that would be cool to just. <laughs> I wouldn't want to know. I can understand how some people would, of course, but I definitely would not want to know the gender. I would. I would definitely just pick the embryo. Put it inside of her, you know, and then we'll see what you'll see what happens when the baby's done. Because that that would be a cool surprise. Be like, oh, it's a boy, it's a girl, you know. And well, then it would in- be sad. Huh? Interestingly enough, though, one of the articles that I was, well, the blog post that I was reading about um, gender swaying was saying that female sperm was just stronger and more resilient. Mm. So one of the things, like you know, how they get into like, oh, do this, this, and this to make a boy it was yeah. more so about helping that boy sperm get there better so it was like yeah. some of it was like certain positions like doggy style was like the optimal position because it allows mm-hmm. for penetration so it just it helps that um it's going to help that that weak male sperm that doesn't swim as well get yeah. there <laughs> it just gives mm-hmm. it a better fighting chance um against the female sperm um and i was like that's really funny but it is really funny that 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 to me was the least surprising part of it all well it makes female sense sperm in a way. more resilient yeah it makes <laughs> sense in a way to your point because of how evolution works and reproductive the reproductive system works you only need one you man need i mean girls. you only need you need yeah. fewer men you need more women so yeah it's just like the female sperm should be stronger because you need more of them so it's just like yeah for every you know five girls that gets in one man that's fine mm-hmm. evolution's like that works so yeah it makes sense yeah i mean women are stronger in a lot i mean they i always talk about the threshold for pain and all of these different things that uh women go through how they're more suited for um different types of stress and trauma and men can't deal with that um because evolutionary usually they don't go through that but yeah they're a lot stronger than in certain ways than than men are yeah yeah i guess i guess we also then for all the women out there just understanding that just we might all be out here practicing polygamy <laughs> That's an insider joke. If you don't listen to the podcast, you gotta have to go the episode back and check that out. But um, but I, yeah, we're um, gonna, <laughs> be, I, we'll just have to be okay with like sharing our husbands and be like, well, the female sperm is just stronger, and there's just so many more of us. <laughs> I, I have to. Um, I think I don't know if I mentioned this. I have to try to watch this. It's like this movie that was made like I don't know, ten, fifteen years ago. I don't know if I mentioned it about if we lived in a world where women mainly had control, women sort of ruled the country, and it's in a mockumentary, documentaries type of style where at one point the it tipped a tipping point, and mm-hmm. women were like, "We're doing this all ourselves." We are raising, we only need men to procreate. And so that was all that they used men for. Men still existed and lived, but women didn't really live in the homes with men. From the trailer that I got, it was very uncommon for women to raise their children with men. They were only used to procreate. And some, and the men missed that. They were just like, we miss being involved. The women are taking away all the power. Women ran the country, women ran everything. And it was all, it was weird that some women were still attracted. I wanted to like, 
to live with men, you know, to, to, to start their lives and to create a life with men. But it was all about the women because they were just like, we are the ones who are carrying life. We are the ones who are able to like introduce birth. And so th that's what gave them the power. And I have to, I, maybe we should try to watch this movie uh, documenting because I love something that is kind of, you know, tongue in cheek. Um, but, you know, I don't know if anyone has seen it. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. About this movie. It made me think of that. It made me think of that. It would be cool if we lived in a world like that, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, it would be interesting, but, you know, I, I don't trust anybody. Too much. I mean, I trust women, but, you know, I'm still black, so <laughs> I was like, I wonder if they touch on that at all. Look at this where my mind goes, right? Anywho, it, it, it's time to wrap it up. If you yes. like this episode of Black Hipster and you value women and girls, um, <laughs> and I guess if you don't, um, you should subscribe. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe so you can get these episodes every week. Uh, we're pretty much wherever you're listening to your podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Check us out. Um, feel free to also shoot us an email. We love love letters. Um, we're mm -hmm. at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram and follow us at blackhipsterpodcast. Uh, you can follow. Where can they find you, my dear darling? Cedric Wiggins. Cedric <laughs> Wiggins, cool, cool. And you can follow me at the Shawa Evans. That's two E T H E E, if you will. And on that note, oh, I'm just gonna go and finish my coffee. No tea today. I'm uh, <laughs> Look at that. Uh, well, yeah. it is fairly early. It's early. It's <laughs> early. It's a, little, it's a little too early if you're drinking wine. So, yeah, you know, had to chill. But I'm about to go finish my coffee, and then I'm going to the beach. All right, girl. Enjoy the beach. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh, till <laughs> next week, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.